Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Hope everyone's doing pretty good. Certainly, I missed uh, doing podcasts for the last uh, month or so. I think my last one that I did was in March. Um, April took some time to focus on school again, spend some time with family, catch up. Um, So I'm back. Definitely wanted to do a podcast um, today. Didn't want this month or this weekend to go past without doing a podcast. I hope everyone's doing pretty well. I hope your family, your friends, um, I hope you yourself are uh, doing great for all the mothers. I hope uh, everyone had a pretty good Mother's Day. Whatever you did that day, spend the time with your kids, your family, your loved ones, your grandkids, whomever. Uh, The name of this podcast is called Refocus Your Focus. Refocus Your Focus. A lot of times people hear me talk about just uh, getting over the mountain, getting over the hill, getting over the the bump that you're going in the road, uh, whatever your obstacles are. But sometimes we as human beings, we have to refocus our focus. You might say, hey, what do you mean by that? Well, we all get distracted. We all get distracted about things that's going on in our life, things that's going on in our family's lives, things that's going on in the news, whether it's... um, I don't know. I think the most recent thing that's happened, there's been a, a shooting in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York, excuse me. So we may get distracted. And certainly that's a, a real tragic event that has caused a lot of people to pass away. A lot of loved ones, uh, people, probably their aunt, their grandmothers, things like that. It's a very, very tragic event. However, with that being said, we still have to refocus our focus When we look at the definition of focus, it means a center of interest or activity, the state or quality of having a ear to listen or visual definition. So a lot of times when, like, for example, I wear glasses and without my glasses, I can see certainly, but with my glasses, my vision begins to be centered. I can see clearly. I am not supposed to drive without my glasses. Certainly I can't read a book without my glasses. Um, and probably I'm not even sure if I could do my makeup, honestly, without my glasses, but, um, it's really important to have that clear vision. Ladies and gentlemen, how do we get a clear vision of our life, right? We get a clear vision of our life by studying and spending time with God. As I was talking to someone today, um, we were talking about just, you know, where, where do we see ourselves? Do we see ourselves living in California for the next five years, 10 years, whatever? What do we see ourselves doing? And how do we get answers to the things that we want to get answers to? We get answers to the things that we want to get answers to by focusing on God, by asking God, what is it that you really want for my life? What is it that you really want for my family's life? What is my purpose? Why am I still here living and breathing? And if you're living and breathing and you're going through whatever you're going through, the obstacles in your life, the the turmoil, whatever it is, you know, the, not that life is always, um, something where it's, it's a turmoil, but maybe you're going through an exciting point in your life where things are going great, where you have your great career, you have a great relationship, your friends are doing well, your family is, are doing well, and you yourself are in a great state of mind. And that's a great feeling, right? We all like to feel okay. And we like to feel like, you know, things are going well. But for the ones that may not have everything aligned up, you have to get realigned 
into the promises of God. You have to get realigned into what God has for you. You have to get realigned into knowing that God still has the very best for you, knowing that even in the moments where things are a little bit shaky, I'm not going to be moved. Even though things are a little bit shaky, I may feel a little bit wobbly. I may feel like my vision, I may feel like my vision is a little bit off. I may not feel centered. I may not feel mental clarity. I may feel confused or whatever it is. The only way that you can get realigned and get your focus aligned back to where you are supposed to be, ladies and gentlemen, it's through the promises and through spending time with God. Sometimes we say, well, hey, you know, if I spend time with my loved ones, you know, I can get refocused. That's great. You may have a a spouse or a loved one or a friend or a companion that you can talk to that can help you get refocused and help you remember your vision that you once had five months ago that you forgot about to help you remember the vision that you had a year ago that you might've forgotten about. But even if that person reminds you, where does that strength come from? Where does that extra push come from? Where does that extra enthusiastic feeling that momentum, the adrenaline rush comes from? I truly believe ladies and gentlemen, that it comes from God. And how do we refocus spending time with God. Another big thing that we should do is spend time with people that care about us. You should not be surrounding yourself with individuals that don't want to see you win. You should not be surrounding yourself with individuals that are, that are jealous or they have some type of malice in their heart towards you. You can feel that energy when you go into a room. We can feel the uncomfortableness when we are around people that really don't maybe want the best for us. And those are individuals that you should not find yourself around. You should have a group of people or two or three people that you can really depend on. You should have people that you can say, you know what? I can tell my darkest fear to I can discuss the things that I'm insecure about. I can discuss my goals about, and they are really, really cheering me on. You should have someone like that. Life can be a a little bit lonely if you don't. And you have people that may say, well, I don't need anyone. I just need, you know, I just need God. And and that is very true. You do need God. I would never tell you that you do not need God. But if you find yourself surrounded by negativity, I behoove you this afternoon to disconnect that. I behoove you and I encourage you this afternoon to get yourself re-centered around individuals that are going even in a, in a greater place than you, maybe for yourself, you want to come out of debt. So you're not going to hang out with everyone that like, you know, has like a 350 credit score. That wouldn't be the the right thing to do. And I say that to you because for myself, as I look at myself, I had someone remind me this week, sister Melissa, you've come a mighty long way. You've worked so hard to get to the place of where you need to be. I'm so proud of you, sister Melissa. They remember me from 20, 25 years ago. So you got to surround yourself with individuals that know and understand you, that want to see you win. I always tell people that I have a good friend of mine that I've known her for a very, very long time. We talk often um, and we talk about goals. We talk about family. We may talk about education. We may talk about our careers, whatever we talk about, but it's not anything like uh, someone's jealous. We're, We're always encouraging one another. You have to get you a friend like that. And if you don't have one, then you have to ask God to, to place someone like that in your life. 
to place someone like that in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, when we think of, um, we've all been to a, a theme park or a zoo, whether it's as a child or even an adult life or with our kids or our children and, um, binoculars, right? When we're able to see maybe the birds in the ocean or the birds in the sky or whatever you may be looking at, whatever your vision is. And if, if you first put on the binoculars and they're facing down, what do you need to do? You need to either lift them up and, and have that refocused on where you can see what you're trying to see whatever activity that you're trying to see, whatever clarity that you're trying to see, you have to find yourself in a situation where you're able to see clearly. You are able to see clearly what you're needing to see. And how do you do that? You do that through the grace. You do that through the mercy. You do that through spending time with God. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you this afternoon, wherever you are, on this Sunday afternoon as I do this podcast, for you to spend more time refocusing your focus. I am a person, and I can be honest about this. Um, My mom, for example, can focus on something or could have focused on something for a very long time, and she's not going to stop until that task is completed. (laughs) That's how her brain is made up. Now... Me, myself, it's going to take me some time. (laughs) I'm going to get focused. I'm going to have that drive. I'm going to have that momentum. But I'm going to have to really, really work hard to keep that momentum. To keep the reason why I started that task to begin with. Maybe it's weight loss for myself. Like I started to um, just make certain cutbacks on what I wanted to cut back on. Maybe it's, uh, you know, eating too many sweets. Not that that's something that I indulge in every day because I don't. I'm not a sweet person, thank God, um, as far as liking sweets. But for whatever it is, I have to refocus and say, hey, you know what? If I feel myself getting a little bit uncomfortable in my own status, no one can change my status but me. (laughs) Somebody might say, hey, Sister Melissa, or hey, Melissa, you know, uh, uh, you know, what have, what have you been doing to implement weight loss or however they want to present it? I don't know if it's a nice way to tell someone, you know, that they need to lose weight. I don't know. <laughs> you know, sometimes some people, they have different personalities, so they may not be able to say it as sweet and, and welcoming as someone else. But for yourself, if you see yourself, if you envision yourself to be a certain way, You need to envision yourself in that way and get to the point where you are comfortable enough to make those small changes. I think uh, statistics say if you do something for three days, it becomes a habit or it becomes easier, right? So it's like if you and I spend more time with God, maybe it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and you just pour out what you're going through. You're pouring out the failures. You're pouring out the insecurities. You're pouring out the, the uh, excuse me, the things that you feel as though you're lacking in. Maybe you're saying, God, you know, I need more love. God, I need more patience. Refocus your focus. And then what, what, what would happen is that you would find yourself <laughs> always getting into situations where God is practicing or you are practicing your patience to God. God is testing you 
I, in my years, uh, if I look back in my 20s and my 30s, maybe I wasn't the most patient person. Well, I am now because I'm a mom. <laughs> so for the moms out there, listen, you find that patience that you never even knew you had deep, deep down inside because you are parenting. You're teaching someone one day to grow up and be self-sufficient. So that takes patience. Somebody had patience with me. My mom had patience with me, you know, and I am who I am today. So with that, we also look at God. God had patience with us. If we think that Jesus Christ died on the cross for us, what if Jesus Christ wasn't focused on dying for us? Where would you and I be? Would we, would we even exist today? I'm not sure. No one can really say, but Jesus Christ focused on what he had to do. He was nailed. He was beaten. He was spit on all these different things. People treated him poorly. They said that he wasn't the, the true Messiah, but he stayed focused each and every day. We have temptations that would distract us each and every day. We see commercials on TV about the best steakhouse or whatever it is, whether it's Ruth, Chris, Jay Alexander from our Texas folks, Ruth, Chris, that's everywhere, Texas roadhouse, whatever. We have all these distractions. Again, we have the news. We have our, you know, our families, they may have stuff going on, but even if you have, if you are the, the pillar or the breadwinner of your family, I encourage you this afternoon to still take time for you. Still take time for you. I personally, I enjoy getting my nails done. I enjoy getting my hair done. I enjoy getting a pedicure. I enjoy getting my eyebrows threaded. Those are things that I do for myself. And those are things that I will continue, hopefully, to do for myself. There, w- there wouldn't be a reason why I would not be able to, to do those things. So take, still take time for you. Sometimes you have to readjust your lens and say, you know what? I haven't been focusing on me. I've been neglecting myself, whether it's going to the gym or whether it's going, you know, riding your bike for 30 minutes, whether it's just taking a walk, whether it's taking the stairs instead of the elevator, instead of the escalator, whatever, whatever that is, find yourself, ladies and gentlemen, where you are refocusing your focus. I bring your attention to Psalms 55 and verse 22. It says, cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you and he will never allow the righteous to be shaken. I don't know how many people have ever felt an earthquake. I've felt too many here in, in California that I desired to, but it's, it shakes you. It, it, your whole house, your bed, your, uh, your being, whether you're upstairs, downstairs, whatever, whether you live in a two story or a one story home, everything shakes. And it's not a good feeling. It's a very uncomfortable and it could be very scary, scary feeling. But listen to what the word of the Lord says. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. To be shaken to the point where you are trembling, where you're scared. God said that he's always with us. That's that's what God is saying. I am with you. Cast your burden and I will sustain you. How many of us need to be sustained? I will raise my hand. If I had 15 hands, I would say I would raise all 15 of them because I need the Lord. I, Melissa Clark, need the Lord to sustain me, to keep me. 
There are certain things in my life that if I, when I look back, I don't even know how I was kept. I would have to say it must have been the Lord. You and I both know that if it wasn't for the Lord, where would we be? Where would we be? Where would we be? Where on earth will we be? When you think of us, when you think of yourself, you might say, well, what state would I be? And I'm talking about that. And I'm also talking about what about your mental state? If it wasn't for the Lord, where would I be? I can certainly tell you for myself, if it wasn't for the Lord, I don't know where I would be. I don't know what I'll be doing. I don't know if I'll be married or, you know, whatever, a mom, whatever. I don't know. But today, as I look at my life, I can certainly say, God, you help me refocus my focus. God, you allowed me today on this special day to refocus my focus. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why it's so important to even have a mentor, to have a spiritual person that you look up to, to have a church family. The Bible says, don't forsake the assembly of the Lord. And many of us, we have gotten to the point where we do watch church online and I am not knocking anyone because I don't make it to church every Sunday as I should. However, there is nothing like being in the house of the Lord. And I can reassure you of that. Yes, you can have church by yourself in your house and you can pray and speak in tongues and pay your tithes and offering online and Bless the Lord for that. But there is nothing like being in the house of the Lord. There's nothing like worshiping the Lord around people that have the same common goals and value. There's nothing like it. So this afternoon, I encourage you to refocus your focus, adjust your focus, adjust your lens. Sometimes you may have to write down your goals, write them down, make them plain. Make them visual. Sometimes you may have to record your own goals through your phone and listen to it. Auditory. We have visual learners, kinesthetic learners, um, auditory learners, all those things. And I think there's one more that I may be forgetting and I should know because I have a degree in education. So forgive me for not knowing if there is one. But here it is. Refocus your focus. Find yourself in a place, whether it's a quiet place, whether it's a place of, you know, you're just at the lake, just thinking. Sometimes people, they get in their car and they just take a ride. They don't know, you know, they're just taking a ride. You're going to get a cup of coffee. You're going to get a sparkling water. You're going to get your favorite drink, whatever. You're going to the park to take a walk. I remember many a times when I was in San Antonio, Texas, I would get up Early in the morning, I was so driven on losing weight. And I was like, I would get up 4.30, 5 o'clock, hit the gym, you know, 30, 45 minutes, come back home, shower, get ready to go. And I felt great. Certainly my schedule, I work from home. And I have a gym downstairs that my husband uh, hooked up for us, you know. But I need to probably get back to doing that. You know, I found myself this week riding my bicycle. And it felt great. I was sore the next day, but it still felt great doing it. So if I'm sore, that means I need to do it more because my muscles and my body and my tissue and my, you know, the blood flow, get that flowing. Refocus your focus. Can't anyone in this world tell you what you can and cannot do? There isn't anyone that can tell you what you can 
and cannot do. Unless you have some severe medical issue going on. And even then you can still overcome. I put up on Facebook the other day that we have all been in an obstacle that we had to get over. So that makes you and I an overcomer. You and I, we have always, we have or had at some point an obstacle in our life that we had to get over. Whether it's a divorce, whether it's being a single mom, whether it's, you know, going through the the loss of a loved one, whether it's growing up in poverty, whether it's growing up in a single family home, whatever it is, there isn't anyone that can look you in the eye and say, you can't be anything because of this, this, and that. Take the limit off of yourself. Know that you have what is in you to be great. Know that God has destined you each and every day to be great. You have to look yourself in the mirror. And I say this because this was me years ago. I had to look myself in the mirror. You might say, what? Why would you do that? Because it was just me. I had to look myself in the mirror and say that I can make it. I had to look myself in the mirror and say, you know what? I can get to the place where I need to get to. Whether it's weight loss, whether it's mental clarity, whether it's being a better person, a better friend, whatever it is. Make your goals plain. Write them down. Envision yourself being debt-free, being free. Find yourself. One of my friends, she does uh, mindfulness exercises. Get you a friend that does that. Someone that's a professional that will teach you how to breathe, teach you how to relax. Because some of us, we're going in a, in a, in a race or we're not pacing ourselves, And we're just going and going and going. And one day we'll realize that we're going and going and going when we never took some time to take a break. So even if you took a break, now you get refocused on whatever that is. And that's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm past my 20 minute mark. I'm so glad that I'm able to bring this podcast to you. I talk to you from my own personal experience. I talk to you with love, with respect, with empathy, with kindness, Know that in life, you have what is in you. You have the tools and the resources to refocus your focus. God bless you this evening. God bless you and your families. Today's the 15th of May. I hope this week that I'll be able to do another podcast. If you have been listening, I appreciate you. Uh, One of my dear friends uh, just messaged me a couple of hours ago to let me know that she got um, to listen to one of my podcasts, or maybe she listened to several, all the way from Korea. And I appreciate that. So that lets me know that God is still up to something. God is still using my voice to impact others. And certainly I listen to my own podcasts sometimes because I myself may need a little bit uplifting. I myself will may need to remind myself that I need to refocus my focus. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. 
Enjoy the rest of your day.